0: I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. (laughs) Let's do this. And there's a lot of different areas that you can perform an audit on. So I think focusing on one at a time before like doing like a really super giant audit will help you understand like what methods to use, like how to narrow it down.
1: Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another
0: episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 102. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to know what you think.
1: Definitely would. Well, for today's episode, we're chatting about why you should be regularly performing audits in your business and brand, and kind of what that entails. But before we go any further, what are you drinking today, Jesse?
0: Still working on that box wine. Still working through it.
1: still Invite me over. I'll help you work on it. <laughs> For sure. For sure. There we go. There we go. All right. Uh I am working on some leftover eggnog, believe it or not. Mm. We have quite a bit in the house. Nice. Yeah, you guys always do. Uh we I think George likes it. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I can only have like maybe three or four ounces at a time, which is yeah. why it takes so long to yeah. um, work on it. But they have like some really good ones. There's like pumpkin eggnog and um, they have like good coconut, like coconut based eggnogs now, which are really good. So um, yeah, we're just kind of even though it's, you know, now almost halfway through January, we're just still working on the nogs. Mm, love it. Uh, all right. Well, as I said, we're gonna be talking about why you should be regularly performing audits. But first off, um, there are several different ways to audit your business. You can do that as a self-audit. There's many different parts of your business you can do that with, like, Instagram analytics, Google Analytics, um, a lot of websites and social media um, platforms make it really easy to look at how your business is doing. Just depends on um, what information you're looking for, because then you can hire somebody to, you know, audit part of your business. I am. I noticed. I mentioned this in the last episode, and I'm still looking to figure out where I'm going to do this. Um, I want to get an SEO audit for my website, so. There's ways to hire people to audit different parts of your business. Um, but I think we're talking today mostly about where we've kind of audited our business personally mm-hmm. um, yeah, so Jesse, you know, you kind of inspired me with you know that audit that you did on your business. so what did so what did you do? Where did you go to? What did you focus on when you did kind of that business audit?
0: Yeah. So I think, you know, as you mentioned, there's a lot of different areas that you can perform an audit on. So I think focusing on one at a time before like doing like a really super giant audit will help you a understand like what methods to use, like how to narrow it down. But uh, the most recent audit, sorry, there was a giant truck going by. I'm not sure you can hear that, but um, the most recent audit that I have done was an audit on where my leads come from. Uh, this is something that I hadn't done in a while and a long time, so it was just it was more just so like you know what, hey, like I'm curious on this because uh, I had been noticing on my lead intake forms through HoneyBook, I use HoneyBook as a CRM, that a lot of people have been checking the box. I found you on Google, and I was like, huh, I'm actually like, am I just seeing that? Like you know how when you 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 say, oh, there's a lot of red trucks on the road, and then all of a sudden you really start seeing all red trucks it was like, am I just seeing this or is it like actually things? So I was like, there's only one yeah. way to figure that out. Let's take a look at the numbers. So what I did is I went into my HoneyBook and you can do this with any, uh, actually backup. I don't know if you can do it with all the CRMs, but HoneyBook has a way of actually tracking your leads. Um, now, this was before I actually had it set up to properly, like it will automatically track your leads. It'll actually link it. There's a question that you can have HoneyBook ask specifically the type of question that will then track it in a report setting. So you can go into your reports and actually do like a lead generation review. Um, I just had it as like a manual question. So I put that in myself. So I had to kind of go back through all of my leads, but I spent, you know, maybe 45 minutes doing this and just tallying it all up. And- That's not
1: bad either.
0: No, I mean, you know, I had, yeah, I mean, it took a while, but I mean, it's just literally, I mean, everything's right there. So I was able to like click through it. Um, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely, yeah, maybe it took like more close to an hour, but it wasn't that difficult. But there is a way to go into Honeybook. Um, If you go under reports and Honeybook, you can then edit your lead sources. And then when you create your form, like your contact me form, you can add this as a question and it will, the options that it gives them to check will be that lead source. So, moving forward into 2023, I'm going to have like an easier way of tracking this. So, what I found was that, um, let's see, my results were that 48% came from Google, 32% came from Instagram, 12% were referrals, 10% other, and 8% Facebook. So which validated my like initial thought, like, wow, that seemed to be coming from Google, Um, you know, and then Instagram. And so uh, I was Pleasantly surprised because I had been working on my SEOs for a couple of years now with, um, you know, just being mindful of keywords on my website, but then also maintaining my blog posts, I think has been really, really helpful. When I first started, I want to mention that SEO is a long Term game. It's it's not a short, it's not a short game, it's a long game. And when I first started, most of my leads did not come from Google. They came from referrals, they came from networking. So I think it's important for anyone listening that's just starting out, you're not gonna have great SEO right out the bat. It's just not gonna happen unless you pay to get ranked on Google, it's not gonna happen organically. But you can start now because in a year from now, you will have better rankings if you're able to focus on keywords. The other thing that I was pleasantly surprised um, was that 32% were still coming from Instagram, even though I haven't really been posting a lot. Um, It's been a challenging second half of the year from 2022. And I really just sort of lost name and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post when I can post. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what's going to feel right. And I have been able to still maintain a good community, maintain proper hashtags to be found. A lot of people do the hashtag search for me, they found me that way. Um, So I was pleasantly surprised that that still is my, my number two at this point, but then referrals, a lot of my clients hear from me from other clients. So um, I think it was a validation exercise of sense, like nothing really, really like was like jaw dropping, surprising. Some of it was surprising, as I mentioned, but it also just now I know. Now I know a lot are coming from Google, a lot are coming from Instagram, and I can continue to do what I'm doing and be okay. Like, I 8.3% come from Facebook. I'm not going to put more effort into Facebook. Like, I'm just going to do the cross posting from Instagram to Facebook, call it a day. And the referrals, I think I could beef that up a little bit. I might be able to engage my past clients a little bit more, maybe incentivize them a a little bit more uh, to encourage more referral bookings. But other than that, it was kind of, I was kind of glad to see that things are kind of still working.
1: And you do invest uh, in blog writing, you know, for SEO. So it's nice that you're getting that return on investment.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) So that's a really good point. To make uh, Since I hired you, I have been able to maintain, at least based on my like incognito search engine tests, you know, a pretty high ranking on Boston brand photographer. So um, if there's things that you find when you do an audit like this, where you're like, why am I not showing up on Google? Like maybe Google is a goal of yours to get higher rankings from, then how are you going to get there? Are you going to outsource? Are you going to commit to blog posts, writing blog posts? Are you going to commit to doing an SEO audit on your website to find where you're missing out on keywords or where your H1 headers aren't doing you any, any good or you know are they optimized the best way? So I think doing an audit can then inform you on where you can outsource or invest or take the time to do yourself.
1: Yep. And that's, that's why that's one of my 2023 goals. And if I actually can get my... Act together, I will get that done. Um I did something a little different. Um, I did a cause because my business is a little different. Um, I did a content audit. And I'm glad that we're we're kind of both going over two different ways you can audit your business. And so I looked at both my blog, and again, this is different from an SEO audit. I went through my blog as well as my Instagram to see, what are people reacting to more positively? What am I getting the most engagement on? What am I getting the most clicks on? Um, What's getting people to my Instagram profile? What's getting people onto my website? That kind of thing. Um, And I did this because I've become, as much as I, I do love to write, um, I become very tired, and I've talked about this about kind of creating content just for content's sake. Um, Google is very specific about the fact that they want you to continuously update your websites not not like every day, not you know several times a day, but they want you to get on a schedule and you know make sure that you're updating consistently because that helps you rank on Google. So I was kind of just focused on that for a while and just trying to c- crank out stuff so that I was on that consistent schedule. Um, but, and, and, you know, while you don't always know what people are going to react to, um, you can get an idea when you do this about what maybe is working for you and what isn't. Um, and that's how I kind of came up with my content pillars as well. So I looked and I saw, okay, this content people are really paying attention to. This is the content that people want to read for me versus other stuff that I was mm-hmm. just kind of. And it's funny because, and it, this, you know, you said you were pleased with how your results came out. I was pleased with how my results came out too, because it really turned out that the stuff that people enjoyed. And maybe this shows in my writing. I'm not sure. I try to give everything the same enthusiasm. People, the stuff, the the things that people enjoyed were the things that I was really passionate about, like the mm. travel guides um, and the travel tips. The other stuff that was just kind of filler content that I was like, well, I've got this really pretty picture, and I should, you know, I really need to keep that schedule up. That didn't do as well, and it was the same thing on Instagram. Um, I should. Mention the fact that a lot of my specifically a lot of my Instagram content is sponsored. Um, so that is something that kind of I need to take into account. Sometimes I'm posting collab posts with other brands. And so I'm also getting reaction from their followers because it's on their account as well. So like, you know, when I did it, the trip to visit with visit MA in August at the Berkshires, that got posted on their account. So not only was it my, you know, couple thousand followers that were looking at it, but it was also their 50,000 followers that were also seeing it. Um, And that helped with not only um, getting some kind of reaction out of them, but also my following kind of jumped. But then (laughs) like you, Jesse, the second half of the year has been a little on the downward side for me. So I've lost some of those followers, but I figure you know, mm-hmm. I'm still getting I'm still getting the engagement on the again, the posts that are more most important to me um, as well as those the sponsored posts. and I'm still securing those brand deals and and the the opportunities that I want. Um, so focusing on my pillars, um, focusing on getting rid of the filler stuff, uh, even if that means I'm posting less and trying to be, you know, I talked about this in my 22 and three goals as well. trying to be more intentional with what I'm posting, I think is what is going to do the best for me. And that's all I did from like a content audit. And what I did is I, you know, I used both Instagram ad- analytics and Google analytics and I just went in and I saw, okay, which blog posts are getting the most traffic. Um, funny enough, I was like not really posting over Thanksgiving at all. And last Thanksgiving, I had, or, you know, last November, so November 2021, I had posted a um, thing about, you know, what you should take home with you on Thanksgiving, like a Thanksgiving packing list. And that was my most popular post in November was hmm. the thanksgiving packing list post um so you know packing lists on instagram or your blog no this was on my blog yeah okay oh no, so so th- i mean that's that kind of goes back to what you were talking about with the seo situation you know um as much as i do love instagram and creating content for instagram like a blog it's instagram is so
0: short-lived it's so short-lived
1: yeah whereas like a blog as i said this is a blog post that i posted back into Des- november Possibly even, I, no, I think it was November, um, November of 2021. And I wasn't posting any new stuff in November of 2022 just because I was completely swamped with other things. Um, and that's the post that did the best. So mm-hmm. it just happened to, and it actually did better this year than it did last year. So realizing that like packing lists and travel guides and that kind of stuff is where it's at. Um, as I said, taste taking a look at my Google Analytics and seeing what blog posts are the most popular. And of course, you know, you have also have to take into account that a lot of times your most popular pages, if you do have a blog um, on top of your website, it might just be your homepage, which really doesn't help, um, or your about page. But just, you know, keep going through and seeing, okay, what, what really started to resonate. And then it's the same thing with um, Instagram analytics, just going through and seeing what people are reacting to, what people are engaging with. And then um, what I often do, because obviously with the Google stuff, you know, with, with the blog posts, um, they're looking a lot at, they are looking a lot at keywords um, and that's great with the Instagram stuff because there's so many other factors that go into it there's you know that people are just scrolling through there's the hashtags there's is it video versus a carousel post versus a regular post is it um a picture of me or is it a picture of Ariel or is it a picture of the two of us is it a picture with a beautiful background or are we doing something in mm. the picture like active yeah. or are we Promoting something, you know, there's a whole lot more stuff to take into account. So, with Instagram, what I do, I take it a, another step further is I take, um, I have like a, a sheet and I actually, <laughs> this is maybe taking a little too far, but it's helped me. Um, I actually write down like who's in the picture, what's in the background, what are we doing, what are some of the hashtags that I've used, what is kind of the message of the um, caption, and then is this a sponsored post or is this just an, or, you know, just an organic something I felt like posting and then, you know, elaborating on what that is about and just mm. kind of getting a good idea of where things may be lining up, um, similarities across what is doing well. And I kind of get a clearer picture. So I realized that. Yeah. What did um, you find? <laughs> Cause that is a lot of work. I hope it was insightful. Um, Well, you know, I didn't. I didn't do like the whole thing. I just did like I, I. I do it every month where I just kind of reassess what is, as I said, what is really resonating with my audience. And you know, most of the time I get it's a it's it's like something kind of gla- <laughs> something glamorous, usually, or it's a really cu- cute picture of Ariel, and there is some element to travel involved um so those are kind of the three major um similarities mm. involved uh, n- not usually all three put together <laughs> um, but that's that would be really good if I could get all three of them together but yeah it's uh it's usually as I said it usually has some kind of especially during the holidays you know as we get into like the the glitter and the the glitz and everything like that it's usually something glamorous um like last year, my um, Newport, Rhode Island mansion posted really well. Well, that's very glamorous and beautiful and it's travel related. And Arielle was, you know, posing in a cute little dress or, you know, and sometimes I was with her in those posts um, mm-hmm. so, or sometimes, sometimes it's like having the whole family in the post. People really like to see that as well, which kind of relates back to the whole family travel that I'm trying to hone in on. Um, so those, those are kind of the things that I've got to focus on. And that's, uh, you know, when I did that content audit, that's kind of how I came to those those content pillars that are really yeah, no, that's awesome. So and that's, as I said, that's what's going to help me and why I did this whole thing to work smarter, not harder and to not just create content for content's sake that my audience is just going to kind of scan right by or right. not click on because i have had blog posts i mean we every every blogger has that just nobody's even bothered to read because right nothing to them right so, right yeah that's no fun so this is this is so this is why you need to be doing audits on your brand on your business so that a you're actually getting in front of the people that you want to get in front of and b you're not wasting your time that's the biggest message I, I see. Exactly. Right. I okay. would agree. I
0: completely right. agree. Yeah, you're not wasting time by knowing where to focus your efforts and where to fill in the gaps.
1: Right. There you go. So yeah. as I said, easy tools, Google Analytics, uh, Instagram Analytics, and then, you know, as Jesse said, look at your CRMs and see if you have the opportunity to figure out where people are finding you from. Yeah, most
0: most CRMs have a report option like reports they'll generate reports for you whether it's lead generation revenue it's usually they're not as good as like doing a quickbooks report but take a look at what reports are available and see if there's insights that you can glean from them
1: yeah why not why not all right well thank you so much for listening to cocktails and content creation you can join our facebook group cocktails and content creation community and you can follow us on instagram at cocktails and content creation I'm Kate Andrews and you can follow me on Instagram at FashionablyKateNCO.
0: And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of cocktails and content creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail.
1: And happy content creating.